0: welcome to the Gold Digger Proof Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Lee Jones, and today we have an amazing guest. She's an amazing performer, actress, she is the face of cream of nature, and she is known for her beautiful, beautiful hair and dynamic personality. Ladies, help me welcome Miss Africa Miranda. Africa, thank you so much for coming to our show.
1: Thank you so much for
0: having me. And you're more than welcome. You are definitely gold digger approved, honey, cuz if you are not gold digger approved, you will not be on this podcast. So thank you once again. Now, Africa, you were introduced to the world through um pretty much to the world through the reality show The New Atlanta, and we all saw the small little drama from the show. However, do you think you'll ever be a part of another reality show in the in the future?
1: I would be I don't think so I mean it's one of those things where it was an interesting experience and I definitely learned a lot from it but at this stage just in my career just personally I don't know that it's that it's something that you know would be a fit for me it would have to be a really dynamic and amazing situation and I just think the way that the shows are going now I don't see something really honestly being a good fit
0: I I totally agree with you I I totally agree with you I I totally can understand I totally can understand and um Now, you have this uh, motto that you call step up, step out, and shine, honey. I love that. Just the way it's time just makes me just want to step up and just put my shoulders back and just go do my thing. Tell us where (laughs) did that uh, motto come from and and where was it birthed from?
1: Um, It was really something that grew from, you know, my time on Periscope, and it was really about, you know, just talking about this whole process of reclaiming, like, your light and really stepping into your purpose because so many of us. You know, have things that we're called to do but maybe we're afraid or we see other people doing things and we're like okay well if they're doing it you know why can't i and it's really just this concept of you know if you're going to be great or if you want to achieve these things you have to start taking those steps to do it and the process to do that is to really step up which means you know taking those initial steps whether it's you want to be more fit and you want to be you know more active in your community whatever those small steps are you have to actually start and then the stepping out is taking it a step further it's like now putting yourself out there it could be you know, volunteering to speak at an event, to organize a fundraiser, to, you know, to be the person that brings people together. And then shining is really where it starts to manifest and really, you know, just embracing the greatness of who you are.
0: Okay, wonderful. I love it. I love it. I've watched you on Periscope on numerous occasions, and you're so positive. And you're like, hey, girl, hey. And just like, exactly. to and have, a, have a little kiki. Key key. And so, uh, you know, you're amazing on Periscope, and you're amazing on so many different levels, and, you know, from your striking beauty to being an amazing spokesmodel, model host, and speaker. And, you know, sometimes that can get to a person's head. You know, they start to get the big head. You know, they, you know, they just a little bit too much. They start smelling themselves, like some old people say. Um, And But how
1: do you stay so grounded and so humble well, I think I just, I, you know, I take it for what it is, meaning that, you know, I'm very thankful for the opportunities, but I also recognize that it's not something that I've, you know, that I do on my own. There are a lot of people that support me that are part of the process of, you know, how I'm able to create and do the things that I do. And I'm just, I'm just very thankful. And I think if you stay in that place that, you know, when you do have those moments where you are maybe kind of feeling yourself, that will bring you, you know, back down to reality.
0: Right, right. And then also, too, I think it has a lot to do with maybe – you know, with a person's upbringing because, you know, you were brought up and, you know, you weren't taught to be humble and to appreciate what you have and don't think that you're better than others, then, you you know, once you do, you know, start shining like bright like a diamond, then you may start feeling
1: yourself and mistreating people. So I'm sure it has a lot exactly. to do with your upbringing as well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's one of those, you know, I was always raised to be very appreciative and be thankful, and that's something that has stayed with me.
0: Okay, good, wonderful. Now, um, I know that, you know, clearly you're all about women's empowerment, and it's important, you know, so much important to your brand. So can you tell us more about Girls with Curls and hair Nisa, Hair Girl Head Meetup events that you host around the
1: globe? Well, the Girls with Curls launched a few years back, and it really was just a way to celebrate, you know, literally what it says, like Girls with Girls, and it's a women-centric event that, you know, usually is held at a female-owned business and, you know, I love to have a female DJ and just everything there is about, you know, bringing women together so they can network and connect and a celebration of, you know, and not just curly hair, but just of beauty and, you know, a safe, just a safe space to celebrate that and feel comfortable. And it also exposed them, you know, to new brands or brands that I love and, you know, and things like that. So I've been able to host it, you know, in Atlanta. I've done it in my home state of Alabama in Birmingham, and then also I did a college edition addition, uh, rather recently at Alabama State University, uh, the, the, my alma mater. And it was great to bring it to one, you know, not just not types of events don't get to come to these types of markets, these smaller cities. So to be able to bring right. brands like Cream of Nature and Myel Organics and Cantu to Alabama State and the students to have, like, you know, this high-end event that normally would happen in a New York or Atlanta or LA was great. And then the hair the, needs to say, hey, girl, hey, is a little more casual version of that. It's really that started as a way for me to connect offline because so many of you know, our connection these days are through social media. And you don't always get to meet people in person that have supported you and to say thank you and just to actually just meet them in the flesh and give them a hug and just say, hey, girl, hey. And that's really where it grew. So I've been able to host that so far in New York, I'm Atlanta, and also in Dubai. So it's been great.
0: Oh, wow. So, yeah, back to what you were saying, how you brought it to Alabama, I was thinking the same thing, like, wow, you know, because you know, markets like Birmingham, Alabama, Montgomery, Alabama, they don't get to get, you know, touch of that New York and that L.A. and Miami, you know, field of each exactly. type of events.
1: So exactly. I'm sure they were
0: just, I'm sure it was a dynamic event. They were loving you. You're probably like a hometown hero back there because of that <laughs> event, Right.
1: Well, I was just very thankful for the support. You know, there were some great organ- student organizations on campus, um, one in particular called the Fly Girls, and they were really instrumental in getting the students involved and being my student ambassadors on campus. So it just was great to be able to connect and, you know, to leave and come back and just still have that support. It, you know, it really, really means a lot.
0: Wow, that's amazing. I mean, and then Dubai. You had it in Dubai? Yeah. Wow. Hey girl, hey it. So, girl, you got that means that you are internationally known and locally accepted.
1: <laughs> well, you know the message of beauty. The great thing is that the message of beauty is a universal one, and there's a large, you know, faction of you know even black women that are you know that are teaching overseas. So, I was able to actually even meet women from Alabama that were living and teaching in Dubai, and then just the women there of you know the different races and hair textures that still have some of the same hair issues that we have here. And to bring, uh, you know, products that can help them, just because they don't, you know, have the same access. And we take for granted that we can just run up the street to the beauty supply or to Target and get what we need, and they don't have that same access. So it was great to be able to bring that there.
0: Oh, wow. That's amazing. I'm sure they loved that. I'm sure they loved it. And mm-hmm. speaking of, of beauty supply, you um, stepped out, honey, and you have created your own beauty line, which is called Beauty by Africa Miranda, and has been featured in Hype Hair Magazine, Ebony.com, and so many more, and, but you already represent so many other brands. Why was it so important for you to create your own beauty product?
1: Well, I think if, if you work in this business, you know, as an influencer, as a talent, and you help other brands tell their stories, you know, as I have been doing for, like, the last 10 years, I just recognize that, you know, the importance of being able to create something for yourself. And I just thought it was the natural progression of my career at this stage to, you know, to figure out what that is, but in a way that's authentic, you know, to me and to, to my audience. And I love travel and I love beauty and, you know, having those types of, you know, beautiful experiences. And that's really how I was able to manifest that into Beauty by Africa Miranda. So for me, it's really telling my travel story through beautiful products. And with the first being the facial elixir that's inspired by Brazil, and my time there and how it's just transformative it was for me, I wanted to create a product that created, you know, that gives that same experience to men and women that use it on their skin. And that's why the facial elixir, you know, honestly, I think has been getting such great feedback because it does encapsulate that. And the next products that are coming, you know, will continue to do, you know, to tell that global travel and beauty story.
0: Right. And so you call it um, the facial elixir, but it's called mm-hmm. Brazil in a Bottle.
1: Brazil. Exactly. Because it's wow. that whole concept of when you're on the beach and you're on vacation, you have a great glow. And by using the Brazilian ingredients, maracuja oil and cupuacu butter, it's all about brightening the skin with great antioxidants and vitamin C, help reducing fine lines and the texture of the skin. And then the scent of it even just evokes that scent and, you know, that time that I had in Brazil. So it's really just a total transformative experience when you apply it to your face. Wonderful and amazing. So
0: tell us about that process because there may be someone listening that wants to start their own beauty line. They don't know where to start. They don't know where to turn. So did you um, give with a chemist to work with the actual um, concoction of the
1: product? I definitely did. I mean, you have to know what your skill set is. And, you know, at the end of the day, if you are not, you know, if you don't have that type of background, there are some things that, yes, you can make at home, but when it comes to, you know, mass producing and things like that, it's definitely good to do your research. And what's great is that there are people in, you know, resources out there. And for me, I reached out to, um, you know, Erica Douglas, who is a beauty well-known beauty chemist. Um, a lot of people know her on social media as Sister Scientist, but her company is called Emseed, and she works with, you know, beautypreneurs and, and small business owners that want to either create a beauty product and bring it to fruition or they already have a product that they've made themselves and they want to level up the production. So I was able to work with her and her team, you know, from literally just the conversation stage to actually releasing a product.
0: Wonderful, wonderful. Now, I know that, you know, like I said earlier, it's been featured on so many different platforms via press. Now, mm-hmm. would you say the thing that um, because you probably, you know, because of the work that you've already done, you probably didn't have a, a hard time getting exposure to your new brand, how would you say the importance of building relationships in
1: this industry is? Well, relationships are definitely important because, you know, yes, I had people that were aware of me and different things that I've done, but, you know, you're still introducing a brand new product to the market. So, you know, in addition to leveraging personal relationships, I also utilize PR, and I think that's something that, you know, a lot of people don't realize is another expense and, you know, in growing a business is that you know, your brand needs a mouthpiece as well because for maybe the average entrepreneur, I, mean, I had a kind of a, I had a more of a unique situation because I have my own personal brand and now I'm launching this offshoot. So at first mm-hmm. I was like, oh, well, I can just do this all myself, but really I couldn't because I couldn't keep the shit going that is me and then now I'll <laughs> the chart course for this new project as well. So a lot of the success I, I can owe to, you know, my PR team for the brand, which is the Garner Circle, and they've been really, you know, helpful and, you know, just helping me continue to tell this new story and this new part of my brand.
0: Wonderful. That's amazing. Yes, PR is very important. I mean, it's, it's very expensive. It can be very, very pricey, but it's worth it in the end because you have to pay yeah. to play. You yeah, know, no, you, you want to you get into certain magazines, certain platforms, certain rooms. You have to mm-hmm. pay to play. You have to pay someone that can help you get into those rooms because even as, an, even as a DIY entrepreneur, which I've been for years. You you have to pay. You have to hire your weakness, and that's exactly yeah, what absolutely. you did. Absolutely,
1: absolutely. Yes, yes, yes.
0: So, um, congratulations on um, being you. You know, you were the host for the very first Periscope Summit, and that was so mm-hmm. that was so nice. That was so exciting. I remember I wasn't able to actually fly out, fly out to California and go, but I remember watching you live. Whenever you you know you were there, then the next year, mm-hmm. um, they made you a keynote speaker, which was amazing, which yes, was phenomenal. Yes. That that's so uh, amazing. Can you explain how that experience or those two experiences has helped you grow personally and professionally? Oh, definitely. I
1: mean, Telescope was. Something that you know I didn't expect to be as transformative as it was, you know, personally and professionally. You know, to be an early adopter of an app is really you know an amazing time because you were really you know part of it the group of people who shape how the app is perceived and how it's used, and really creating the culture. So that was really special, and you know, and then to go from one you know hosting the initial Periscope summit to then coming the second year as a keynote, and for me that was my first time ever giving a keynote address, and it really helped establish me as a speaker you know, and add someone in that space, and really just personally recognizing that I do have something to add and to share, you know, and to say, to say, and that it will be received. So both, you know, the app itself and just those experiences and helping grow it and shape it and being involved in those two summits were very transformative for me.
0: Wonderful. And you, you do have something to say. You're such a positive, you know, influencer, which is amazing. And, and for those of you who don't know what Periscope is, Periscope is a live streaming app, and that's actually where I first was introduced to Africa a couple of years ago. And um, you can find her on Periscope at Africa TV. Africa TV.
1: Yeah, that's my hashtag. Okay. But you can. But I'm, But my handle there is the same as all my other social media, which is at Africa Miranda. Oh, oh, my apologies.
0: My apologies. No worries. No at, worries. Mm-hmm. Okay, at Africa Miranda. So at Africa yes, Miranda yes. on Periscope which is all her social media. Okay, now now Africa, now girl, now you know you are known for that beautiful no mane on your hair on your head, girl. No your hair is like it's like you're like the female version of Samson in the Bible. Like your hair oh is my so God. beautiful. So long, oh my God. so strong, so healthy. You're known for your gorgeous natural hair, which is mainly why you became the face of, I'm assuming why you became the face of the cream of nature. But mm-hmm. you didn't always love your hair. Now, And there were, there's so many women, natural women listening, that are possibly struggling with transitioning, you know, from being, you know, the, you know, the creamy crack over to being natural. Can you talk about your own struggles of transitioning and falling in love with your own natural hair?
1: Absolutely. And, I mean, and I will say that I'm someone that still, like, loves extensions and all of those things. Like, I feel like that's all part of, you know, your hair expression. Because even now, like, I've been wearing extensions. I've uh, been doing a sew-in for the last, maybe, for most of this year. And it's just a great way to change your look and give that added drama. So I'm very, you know, like, I just, I just love having that freedom. But you know for me mm-hmm. I've, I've spoken a lot on my journey about like growing up I did not like my hair I didn't think there was anything particularly sexual or interesting about it um, mm-hmm. you know and, and now that, you're and think, now you're getting paid for it now you're getting paid well for it. <laughs> and that's the, you know and that's what's always so funny and interesting about life is like you know how it can how that can go and it you know it was an interesting journey for me because once I transitioned and you know stopped relaxing my hair, you know, one, you learn. I think it's it's more of a journey about how you view yourself. Yes, it's about the hair, but so much of it is internal because so much of our messaging about what we feel is appropriate or beautiful or acceptable, you know, is tied to our hair. And it's not really, you know, and it's messages that the world has told us that it isn't any good or it isn't okay or that for us to be accepted, we have to do it a certain way. So it's you know, you continually, I think, in your journey of of your hair as a black woman, you know, you're continuously going through new levels and peeling back new layers. And challenging yourself because you know even for me in the last few years my hair got severely damaged um, by a stylist a couple years ago and I had to cut all of my hair off and yeah and I had to regrow it so in that process again you're you're challenged in a new way of you know kind of what you realize maybe that you were coveting and then when you have to start over at no fault of your own really looking at you know now how do I feel is this okay at this length you know, and I had to really, you know, face some things about myself that I didn't really feel were still okay. But in its own way, it's made me appreciate my hair and this, this second hair journey that I had to do, you know, even more than the first one.
0: Wow.
1: So I can't believe that a, a hairstylist damaged your hair to the point where you had to cut it all off. Well, when you get oh. heat damage, you know, that hair, you can, I mean, you you can hold on to it, but I basically had to transition for the last couple of years, you know, all over again. So I essentially all, you know, had to cut off 80% of my hair. Oh, wow. That, that's, mm-hmm.
0: hard. That, that's hard. That's hard. I've been there as well. I'm sure there's other women um, that have been there as well. You you know, you have so much heat damage from getting, you know, washed and set. You know, here in New York City, we do that wash and set in the doobies. And so, mm-hmm. you know, that heat damage, it really can take a toll on You know, it eventually pops your hair. And sometimes you have to, like, cut off, like, like three inches. I just recently cut off three inches of my hair. hmm Wow, wow. But um, so besides being the awesome thought that you are already, what is next for Africa, Miranda? What's the next journey? Because I know you're going to do something. You're running for president because we need yeah. a new
1: <laughs> no, none of that. Um, you know, Beauty by Africa brand is growing. I have a second product that will be released um, the end of summer, maybe around Labor Day, so I'll be making that announcement shortly. Um, I have a really big uh, digital partnership that I will be producing, co-executive producing and co-hosting with one of the brands that I work with. and uh, So it's some things that are being finalized. I'll be releasing all that information soon. But the next half of 2017 will see me kind of stepping into more of a content creator role, uh, in the digital space and, you know, just in visual media as well. And as well as, you know, continuing to grow my products. So like I said, the second product will be out. Um, I have a really big travel announcement that's coming in August for something that's happening in 2018. So just um, some, I would just say stay tuned. And by the time people hear this, I think maybe everything will have been announced. But some big things will be shared uh, mid to late August going into the rest of the year.
0: Wonderful. A big travel announcement. Uh, expanding your product line and doing uh, digital content. I'm loving it all. Just yeah. staying Gold Digger approved. I'm trying to stay in the Gold Digger. That's, and that's why we love Africa Miranda. So, everyone wants to know, is the beautiful, amazing, dynamic Africa Miranda
1: dating, do you have a special boo in your life? <laughs> oh, I do not talk about my personal life uh, in, on social or anything like that. So there is, I mean, I share so much of my life publicly that that's, like, the thing that I would like to keep, you know, to myself. So if you look at my social media, I share, you know, a lot of what I'm into and what moves me and what motivates me. But, like, my my very personal life, I keep that. Like, that's the one, you know, the things that I can keep to myself.
0: Okay, wonderful, wonderful. So is the the life that you're living now, um, the spokesmodel, the face of a major brand, the actress, you're traveling,
1: doing so much. Is this a life that you've always wanted to live? I would say yes and no. I mean, I definitely knew that I wanted to do something different, but I don't know that I could have you know, imagined the things that I'm doing now because so I didn't even know, honestly, that they were options or that they were something that existed. You know, my time as the face of Criminature was one that you know was it was a it was a dream realized that i did not even know that i had And that year being the face of the company was you know it was amazing because you grow up wanting to represent you know these brands and especially like hair care brands because for black girls like that's what you you know like being on a uh, i call it like being on the perm box like that was like the thing to do because there weren't you know we weren't really in all these other ads or in these other places so to, to have been able to be the face of multiple hair campaigns for different brands and to now even be working with new brands to help them tell their stories and to travel all over the world with brands like Kia Motors and, you know, partnerships that I've done with, you know, these different, you know, these different companies and just help them tell their stories. It I would say, yes, it's dreams that are coming true, but it's, what's beautiful about dreams is that, like I said, sometimes dreams can come true that you don't even know that you had, and I would say that's really what my life is.
0: I, I I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. And I think um, I heard someone say this. I can't remember who it was. They were like, don't be so caught up in how you're going to get there. And, if you know, if life changes and you change your mind, you change. You have a change of heart, it's okay. It's okay. As long as you're headed towards, you know, on the right road of success, you're doing positive things, it's okay. I thought maybe Absolutely. you were going to tell me, like, you, I thought maybe you were going to tell me, oh, I wanted to be a nurse. Or no. an engineer and then now I'm I'm a no. you know beauty product, you know, woman.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. I mean I knew it was always gonna be something different, but exactly what, I don't know that I knew that. Right, but you knew it wasn't a nine to vibe, right? <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was never I mean, I always wanted something a little more outside of the box.
0: Okay, good, good. Now before we say goodbye to um everyone who's gonna be listening, Africa, can you please leave us with your own personal gold digger tip, you know, a simple nugget that can help our listeners become gold digger approved like yourself, be you know, dynamic like yourself?
1: Well, one of my favorite quotes is by Toni Morrison, and she says that you are your best thing. And I think that's the thing to remember is that, you know, you are, you are, like no, no one else is. You don't have to try to be, you know, what someone else is, what they're doing, running their race. Like, you are your best thing. You are the, you are your dreams to You are the thing that you could have, you know, that you could hope for. And I think that when I embraced that, that's when life for me really blossomed in recognizing that, like, you know, I am as good as I think I am. I'm better. I am, you know, able and talented enough and smart enough and kind enough and great enough to do all of these things that I want, and that's what I would challenge everyone to be. Like, you be your best thing. Don't make someone else be your goal. And, you know, don't you strive to be the next person doing this. Try to be the best version of you that you can be because you really are your best thing.
0: Exactly, I agree. Don't strive to be the next Oprah or the next Whitney because there's only one right. Oprah, there's only one Whitney. Exactly, just be the Let's best. See.
1: You're not gonna cry because you're not gonna be that. <laughs> they're, no, they're it's, it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen.
0: So always be the best version of you. And like always, I, I was just telling someone the other day, um, you can never um, copy someone else's like anointing. You know their version. Mm-hmm. Of who they are because you'll always look like a knockoff absolutely you'll always look like a knockoff so you know that's a wonderful quote and thank you so much for leaving us with that gold digger tip can you tell us where everyone can find you your social
1: media your um your website well thank you so much for having me today everybody can find me online all of my social media is at africamiranda my personal website is africamiranda.com my company is beautybyafricamiranda.com, and it's also beautybyafricamiranda on Facebook and Instagram. And on Twitter, it's at beautyby_am. underscore AM. So you can find me everywhere.
0: Yes. Yeah. Go ahead, everyone. Look this woman up. She has so many different amazing things coming out. She's a positive influencer, which is very rare and hard to find these days with these uh, reality shows or social media. But she's mm-hmm. a positive influencer. We love her. Um, thank you so much for being a part of the Gold Digger Proof podcast. And, Africa, you are absolutely amazing. And next time you have, like, something else coming up, I'm going to have to bring you back to the show, girl.
1: Absolutely. I can't wait, and I just wish you all the best on the, you know, the launch of this podcast. I know it's going to be amazing, and I'm so happy to be a part of it.
0: Thank you so much. And everyone who's listening, you can reach us at Gold Digger TV on any and every social media platform at Gold Digger TV, G-O-A-L, Digger TV. And, ladies, go out, be great,
1: and be Gold Digger approved.